0: Hello, and welcome back. We're going to start the show today with two snacks. One of them is sort of tied into one of our discussions. We're going to talk briefly about an experiment that Mark and I tried. Also, Mark is going to be taking us to an alternate version of West Virginia. We're going to talk about creative uses for poop and, of course, Paranormal Corner.
1: And welcome back to Snack-a-Little, Talk-a-Little. I'm Mark. And I'm Jana. Okay, so we do show prep. So I have an idea of what we're going to talk about,
0: yeah.
1: and uh, we're going to talk about creative uses of poop, which is yeah. one of the mm-hmm. things, and, and yeah. Yeah. then, then the, the opening of the show, I don't know what Jana's going to say, and she says, we have one of our food is related to it. It is
0: kind related. of related to it. And and something like, we're talking oh, about.
1: Right. And I'm like... Are, Am I going to be eating cat cat poop today?
0: <laughs> well, you know, as promised, when we talked about the uses for pee, I thought, you know, we should look for poop. So I did. <laughs> oh, great. I'm here to deliver the goods. But let's start with something warm because I want it to still be warm when you have it.
1: All right. So I hope it's not warm poop. <laughs>
0: uncover it with foil. Take a look there at that table.
1: Oh, wow. What the?
0: I know. What
1: oh, I man. think I know. So, oh wait a minute! Chester's I do cheese, know. yeah,
0: now makes mac and cheese. And- right,
1: this is Cheetos. Chester Cheeto is the uh, yes. Cheetos uh, 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 icon. What do you call it? Not icon. I work in marketing and it's- advertising, and I can't even come up with the. Uh, what do you call that? It's their. It's not a logo. Mascot? Thank you, mascot. <laughs> okay. That's exactly what oh, it is. Okay, all right. Oh, good. Gosh, I can't Ew. come up. The mascot is Chester yes. Cheetos, and these are Cheetos or these this is the Cheeto mac and cheese. The Cheeto mac and so cheese. So there's
0: Flaming Hot mac and cheese I can and there's see
1: red, that.
0: but Oh wait. Oh. 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 <laughs> I <it>. they each <laughs> one not, is different. I'm
1: not allowed Oh no. wow. Yeah,
0: each one is different. So what I did oh, okay. mostly because of the Flaming Hot right um I judged one I, I broke oh, it up. Okay. I can so see. it comes in little like single serve cups. Oh. I actually So that's that's what in one cup. So they're pre-made. They're pre-made and you just add water. The regular Chester's mac and cheese, I added actually half and half to that one. This one I did water like it called for. But then I added one of them. They're just straight like they said. Right. But the other one, I added some ham and extra cheese to both of them, these ones. Oh, okay. And so you have your little... What are the white
1: things in this red one? Feta. Okay. Okay, so you have
0: your little little cups for each kind go ahead and serve yourself oh okay i see I, because i only gave you one spoon i would recommend starting with maybe like the normal the normal flavors Which first is, this is the normal one that's here. the yeah and you can yeah or yes yeah
1: oh i see this is my eating spoon and this is a serving
0: spoon. Ex- yes but it's fine do whatever
1: All right, hold
0: um on. i, I, I would <laughs> one i was excited
1: because there's mac and cheese so i dug into it right away hold part on part of
0: it is like purely selfish on my part as far as the um uh, the Flamin' Hot, because I'm afraid already. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to add extra stuff to some of it to see if maybe I can tolerate it. Having not tried this before, but I've had Flamin' Hot Cheetos, one, a half, a eighth. <laughs> and that was too hot for me. And so I got uh, regular plain old mac and cheese, and then I got the Flamin' and Hot. And I didn't take a picture of this, and I should. I mean... Oh, yeah, you should
1: have... What
0: the... Apparently... Uh, Flaming Hot for, for uh, Chester's means red hot because it is that. And so Mark's dishing the different ones up. And like I said, I used ham, really good quality ham. I browned it because brown food tastes good, according to <laughs> if anybody uh, is into cooking like I am, you know that's... Probably, you know, that's Anne Burrell says that all the time. So I browned the ham bits, cut them into tiny bits, added some black pepper to the regular one. This, I figure, didn't need it. The zhuzged, um, flame and Hot okay, stuff. I okay, don't,
1: I don't know where I got this extra spoon. Is this your spoon that I use? This is my spoon. Oh, no, okay. there was a serving spoon okay.
0: in, in, yeah, because right. I didn't want to mix hot with normal.
1: So I, so I did use the right one. I think you did, yes. All
0: right. Except you did drop some. Oh, I did. But that's all right. All right. You can have that. (laughs) So I was, yeah, All right, I've I've dished
1: out my four different ones, and this is the uh, regular.
0: Just regular old mac and cheese in a little cup. You guys use the same amount of liquid in both of them.
1: Now, you know what's so hilarious? What? About that you're using Cheetos brand. Yes. Stuff is I was just at Costco the other day, like about three days ago. Mm -hmm. Wait, what? Yeah. And. I got the family size pack of the, uh, the hard Cheetos, oh, you know, well. the good ones, not, not the soft the, puffy yeah, yeah, ones, yeah. but the crunchy Cheetos. I, mean, I those got the will family a size bag and I was regretting it when I grabbed it because mm-hmm. I know I have no self-control when it comes to those and I'll eat mm-hmm. a meal.
0: Good. Maybe just 25 more servings. Right.
1: <laughs> and then, and the thing is, is it when you eat, cause I have eaten Cheetos as a meal. Uh huh uh i feel sick afterwards not sick but i feel i don't know i don't don't know what it is whatever their preservatives and all that but it hits me and i'm like oh that didn't taste so great you know a a small bag i I should actually get the variety pack chips so i get a bunch of small bags of it yeah but then i'll just eat five of those so it doesn't matter if it's in the house i'm gonna eat it um this is pretty smooth actually so this is the regular
0: yeah not the hot stuff y'all
1: the regular stuff i'm taking big bites because i'm hungry Okay, because I know to show up to the studio, studio hungry.
0: Right, um, and you guys will see from the pictures the the red the flaming hot macaroni looks more to me almost like well the lighting in here is not that great but in this lighting it reminds me of the red sauerkraut. I wouldn't have looked. I right. wouldn't necessarily look, look that like unless that. you look up close and thought, oh yeah, that's some form of pasta. Okay, so so far or you're the okay red with the, the red
1: also looks like the ginger at um oh at, yoshinoya
0: you're right yes it does yeah. why did they dye it red that's weird mm. i mean that's dyed i don't think that's about right flavor. ginger is
1: white and yellow yeah i don't know
0: okay so mark approves
1: okay, so the regular the regular stuff is pretty pretty smooth okay uh, uh now smooth. he's
0: going in with the zhuzhed version of the regular janet- flavor janitized. yes i added feta Also added um, plenty of black pepper and ham because... Okay,
1: first off, plenty of black pepper, no.
0: Oh, okay. Well, it looked like a lot. When I put plenty of black
1: pepper, (laughs) it looks like black pepper.
0: Okay. See, there's some, see, look, there's some black pepper right there. (laughs) I see,
1: I see there's a little, there's a little bit in there. When I, when I use my regular macaroni and cheese, black pepper is like a third of the ingredients.
0: Okay. All right, and you taste the ham. Oh, this
1: is good. That ham's good stuff. Okay, good. I'm glad you browned it. Browned ham is good.
0: Oh, it is. Because why?
1: Brown food tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that reference.
0: Well, now you do. <laughs> and don't forget it.
1: Although it, you kind of sound like Grover from Sesame Street. <laughs> and
0: I'm good. Brown you know what? And I never watched Sesame Street. Really? Yeah.
1: So you didn't get my pre-show Grover reference.
0: No. <laughs> No, I mean, I know little bits about it, but no, I just didn't... This is
1: just good with the ham in it. Oh, I'm going to fill up on this. I'm going to have to take a nap after all this. Well, carb. so
0: now keep in mind that I've done exactly the same thing to the Flamin' Hot shut, one. Shut up, I'm eating. <laughs> to the Flamin' Hot one. And so I'm hoping that that's going to mm. take down some of the heat. Mm. I'm going to try a bite of the just plain and you know,
1: and, I, and I like... See, I can't compare it to regular Kraft macaroni and cheese because I have not had regular Kraft macaroni and cheese in a, a, over a decade. I get Kraft macaroni and cheese.
0: Mm-hmm. I buy it
1: by the case at Costco, but I always add extra cheese from whatever else I have. I add Parmesan. In fact, that's, I'm probably going to do that for one of the shows: is make my macaroni and cheese so that you can okay. uh, taste it. Well, when I, so when I marketize it, oh, you know what? I don't like marketize. It doesn't. <laughs> It's well not, i mean it's not like janitized. okay
0: um okay it's a little mushy but that could be because I, it had, yeah. I had i had i, I had to mix and that. warm and mix and warm
1: but i gotta tell you that ham i got a good browned edge of that ham it almost tasted like bacon oh good and we good. really it well, was it's canadian great stuff. bacon it's actually oh. that's actually what it is oh
0: yeah but but it's ham i mean we, it we is. call that back bacon up there eh Is that what they call? Is Oh yeah. You didn't know that. I guess so. No, I never really thought about it. Hmm. In the UK, they call bacon streaky bacon. Well, I don't think what what we refer to to as as Canadian
1: bacon, they they call back bacon up there in uh, the Great White North.
0: Mm. Okay, so I've just I've just tried the. um,
1: Oh, the regular with the regular
0: with extra. Yeah, right away, one bite. There's just extra smokiness. You know what else? This Chester's. Brand mac and cheese is almost almost has a hint of sweetness to me. The regular kind, it's not not like candy, but yeah, I'm not used to mac and cheese having a little bit of sweetness. I don't know. So, what do you think? How hot? How hot is it?
1: I'm eating the flaming hot, and the pasta itself is uh, the spiral rigatoni. Mm -hmm. Actually, I don't think it's rigatoni. I think there's probably a very specific name. For the spiral uh, pasta, but I'm just going to call it spiral. Spi- you know what? I can't talk. Spiral rigatoni. <laughs> you know okay, that sounds like a medical condition. Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Root. You have spinal <laughs> I can't even say it. you have spiral rigatoni. Uh, is there a blue pill for that?
0: <laughs> How long? Uh... Oh yeah, I like that. I can even forgive the mushiness. The flavor All right, so, is pretty dang good.
1: So the hot's not that hot for uh, me. It does not taste to me like flaming hot Cheetos. Flaming hot Cheetos, pretty dang spicy. But this stuff, I mean, it's spicy, don't get me wrong, but it's not, to me, it's not up to the standard flaming hot Cheetos spicy. So.
0: Again, I used half and half for that one, and I only did water with this. Okay, you can definitely tell the difference. I wonder what this would have been. But see, I didn't want to take down the heat too much because I know you so like heat.
1: So you did half and half with the standard the regular, version of each one, the cheesy,
0: one? cheesy one,
1: of each one, but all of it, and then I okay.
0: separated it and added the. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, a small bite of the um, flaming hot mac Jana. and cheese. Janice putting it's something flaming hot in her mouth. It's, I mean, I can. I did, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I feel it a bit.
1: Yeah, I imagine for you this would be pretty pretty dang hot because you have a low tolerance for mm-hmm. spicy hot stuff. I mean, I, I'm I'm worried about the okay. red because I mean I know hey, they don't wait, have red dye oh, number five oh, anymore. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Is that too much for you? <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling that now. And and the bright red of this, I'm like, oh, this looks like I'm eating a mouthful of chemical.
0: No oh. nonsense. <laughs> okay, so Mark went in and now he's trying the one with the feta and the ham. Mm. But flaming hot,
1: that ham sure adds to it.
0: Okay, I'm gonna try a bite. Let me see here.
1: That's great. You know, when, I used to just cut up a hot dog and, and mix it in with my mm-hmm. uh, macaroni and cheese. Oh but, yeah, uh, ham takes it up a couple notches from that. It really does. So again, the flaming hot. It's you know, it's spicy, and I can tell it's supposed to be the flaming hot Cheetos, but it's not. Flaming hot Cheetos are are pretty pretty dang hot. In fact, I, I don't even eat them because they're just it seems to be nothing but heat. So I'm not a fan of them. I like regular, regular uh, crunchy Cheetos. Well, that I, I mean, I'll eat this and I'll finish this. Good, and I'll be and I'll be poop. Can mix it all. I don't know if I'll finish all that because I don't want to be pooping red.
0: (laughs) Well, speaking of poop, Mark, there's one more thing. This was actually originally there's more. Yes, there's actually filling up on this. Originally, this was the plan because we're gonna be talking about poop later in the show. Okay. But I needed to use up the um, little single-serving couplets of the mac and cheese because um, I got it on markdown, and it's usually it's close to expiration. There's an, an expiration, expiration date on dry food. Yeah, they were they're close to expiration. Okay. Okay. So, and <laughs> if you like, there's there's more later. But as you can see, those kind of resemble, I mean, sort of poop. Somebody's poop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we have chocolate poop balls. Is that yes. what is that what you're
0: so, go ahead and uh, have one. And there's some. So, okay. Again, <laughs> in the. In I don't know what's down, in these. I... I had to take them out of the refrigerator. Maybe they haven't come uh, to yeah, temp yet.
1: Well, they'll come to temp. All okay. right.
0: Okay. So, let me explain. Again, uh, in the Markdown aisle or in the Markdown basket.
1: Okay. I've tasted this taste before. So these are these are <laughs> these are chocolate balls. Yes. The middle seems to me like a rice crispy treat kind of a thing. It is. It, but it's more dense than regular rice crispy treats.
0: So in the markdown aisle they had those um, what are they called? Pickup sticks? Those those um, Pocky pick, sticks. Picnic sticks. It's the little tiny baby skinny French fries, basically. Oh, and I should I should have brought the container right. in here, but you know what I'm talking about. They're right. they're like little fry right. sticks, right? Right. And I thought, gosh, why don't I like break those up and mix them in with the uh, rice krispies? Hmm. And um.
1: Are they shoestring
0: potatoes? Thank you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so that gives that little hit of salt because I do love salt and chocolate, and right. then uh, roll them into balls and chocolate cover them with some really good quality chocolate. So mm. that's what I did.
1: That's what made it denser and chewier as well. I think it's pretty good. Did you have one of these yet? Is is your first time. So now mm-hmm. Jan is dipping in. And uh, the chocolate is perfect. It's at room temperature and it melts all over mm-hmm. your fingers when you pick up the chocolate ball.
0: But you know what? I can't tell that I, I can't tell the difference. That's I can't not, tell that I used.
1: There's not enough salt. No. Yeah.
0: Darn. Oh, well, whatever.
1: But I like it because it's a denser.
0: It uses it's it,
1: denser than a regular Rice Krispie treat. So, did you use marshmallow and stuff too, mm-hmm. like the regular Rice Krispie mm-hmm. treat mm-hmm. recipe? Mm-hmm. I did. I just love how the chocolate is melting everywhere.
0: Well, <laughs> part I really of do. The, part of the um, magic is not just using a good quality chocolate, but also adding a little bit of coconut oil. Oh. It gives it the beautiful sheen. Mm. And makes it t- just delightful.
1: <laughs> oh, these are good.
0: So there you go. Poop balls.
1: I got, <laughs> I had, that was my nickname in high school. Uh, I got to tell you, this is a good meal, folks. When you have <laughs> <laughs> Cheetos flavored macaroni and mm, cheese mm. with ham, and then you follow it off with, follow it up with chocolate poop balls. Oh, this is good. All right. I, I was going to... to take a nap after that segment.
0: <laughs> we'll stop chewing in your ears now. All right. <laughs> so, quickly. Yeah. Mark, do you remember three months ago when we decided we were
1: going Jana, to. I don't remember three minutes ago.
0: Let me remind you. <laughs> you guys, we haven't told you about this because we were waiting for. The results of an experiment that we decided.
1: Right, believe it or not, we actually plan ahead and do some stuff for mm-hmm. fu- for future shows.
0: We worked. We worked hard on this. <laughs> so what we did is we took plain old white bread. We had. We took our unclean hands. Right. Took uh, several pieces of bread out of the bag, and used the tongs so that we weren't sullying the bread. Right. And we each mauled a piece of bread. Right. And then with the tongs put it in a baggie. Yeah, and, and a ziplock baggie. Mm-hmm. A zippered
1: baggie. And we zipped it zip zippered plastic bag and put it up. And we had three we had three slices each, right? Yes. We had one that was our control slice. Yes. And then we had the one slice that and these are all in separate bags. We had the one slice that we mauled with our unclean hands. Yes. And then did we wash or were we Mm-mm. just using sanitizer? We,
0: then we used hand sanitizer because okay, we, we wanted
1: to see... Right. We were testing the... the how good some is of the, that compared... Some the, right. Some of the COVID protocols back in the day. Uh, yeah. So then we did that and then we put them in Ziploc bags. We thought, oh, man, this is going to be great because we're going to have, you know, the controls going to just dry up. Soap, and, the...
0: it's a hard, so soap and, and warm water also.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. To oh, get oh, them it was, really clean. Right.
0: And then, and like Mark said, we had one... That was just a regular piece of bread and how quickly would it, how much time would it take and would there be a difference as far as the starting to grow, grow mold, mold and look right. disgusting?
1: Because I, I know, and I know from, you know, in our climate, I mean, we have a dry climate here where we live, but I know that I can't leave bread out for very long because it will dry out pretty quick. And I've also had bread I, that I keep in the refrigerator. I've had bread go moldy before. So this is going to be an experiment that we're going to. Oh, we're going to have all sorts of disgusting bread stuff and things.
0: So we've been checking these now for a few months. Right.
1: <laughs> now, mind you, outside of the show, Jana and I are brother and sister, and and we have family events. Yes. At her house, and at every least, now and then, at least, I'd least once him, a month, come and, and she'd look say, at the bread. "Oh, let's come look and see what it is." And folks,
0: so it's a new experiment. <laughs> no longer. <laughs> this are was we... months ago. Yeah
1: nothing no mold on no any of mold on packaged, any of them
0: plain old white bread they're getting a little crusty now they're they've been sta- they have stayed sealed in the baggie so right. they are starting to get a little stiff
1: a little dry but not not completely dry no nope,
0: no nope. i am so shocked it kind of feels slightly like didn't
1: you have some of these near your uh Garden window, yep, your yep. Sunday window. I've moved
0: them different places after a while because I'm like, okay, maybe that's not what it wants. Maybe this is it unbelievable. Yep, yeah, no mold, none anywhere. of this. I am Nothing. going through
1: so we have a stack here of all of our different bread things experiments. Yes, and I'm going through them because then they all have our labels on them, which says uh, hand sanitizer J. Uh, this one is uh, mauled J. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, this one says uh, washed with soap. And, and here's washed M. Wow! I just cannot believe that none of this in this stack of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, because we only had one like slice of control bread.
0: So we put them, we put them away, we mauled them, and everything back on February fifth.
1: Unbelievable.
0: And now here it is, um, the end of May, About, uh, basically. Yeah,
1: few, yeah. Wow.
0: And uh, so, and so, knowing this. I thought, gosh, this is all the preservatives we're putting into our body. Does bread even, like, break down, and how long does it take? I'm I just mean, amazed. Even...
1: I'm still amazed that it was this, this long, and I've had stuff that I put in the refrigerator.
0: Yeah. That, so, bread that's got so moldy. Initially, the idea was wash those hands really well because right. that is important, right. and hand sanitizer might not be as good as, okay, well, no mold. So what I did then is we had a get-together in my hand, in my hand, my house recently, very recently,
1: two weeks ago. If you've ever had a get-together in Janice's hand.
0: <laughs> my boobs have, apparently, according to one of our recent shows. Uh, so I, <laughs> I went for my boob again. So, oh gosh. I just need to not do that at work. Hi, there's no um, cable. You're, yeah, you can't. <laughs> it's fine. Anyway. We had homemade bread at the get-together, and I had one piece left, and I just hadn't gotten around to eating it. I had it in the refrigerator, and I thought, okay, there's no mold. Do you know what I'm going to do? This is going to be an experiment, because I know there are no preservatives in this. This is full-on straight now, homemade did you, bread. Did you make the
1: bread? No. Or is it your mom or your sister? Your sister yeah. made it. Okay.
0: So I put it in a baggie, set it on the cupboard, and less than a week, and by the way, I mauled it, dirty hand.
1: Oh, my gosh. Only one side. Oh my gosh not folks m-
0: this this, this is- thing
1: looks like what you would think moldy yep. bread yep. very moldy bread would look like
0: Now this is the icky side that I mauled There's right. a slight difference in mold on on but I don't know that it's enough to say okay that's it might the mauled grow- side
1: yeah oh wow So wow. it's all those I never want to touch your hands we're again putting
0: in our mouths
1: Wow in our bellies and this is a week
0: you said. Less than a week. Less than like a week,
1: that. and it looks like moldy bread, and what you would expect yeah. moldy bread to look like.
0: Smile, bread.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is just disgusting. So yes,
0: originally it was all about uh, unbelievable. Um, keep those hands clean, you dirty
1: scoundrels. Wow.
0: But now it's that's going in your belly.
1: I guess it's the surface that matters.
0: I guess so. All right. Well, moving on, but I just wanted to bring wow. that because that that experiment changed. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So you got something for me, don't you? All right.
1: So before before we get into the poop stories. <laughs>
0: yes. Yes.
1: I thought I'd share something that, that actually uh, so it's a very popular song. Uh uh it actually had its fiftieth anniversary uh a couple of years ago. But uh, you know, COVID and all that stuff takes makes everything on a delay. So anyway, so what this is, this is this is the song and and, and you should know already what it is from the description that I gave you earlier. So you have an idea what the song is, from what I told you I was going to talk about? No.
0: Wait. Well, all I can think of is Sweet Home Alabama.
1: Why do you not know it yet? Almost heaven oh, Virginia. West Virginia. <laughs> Sorry, wrong stage. <laughs> Blue Ridge Mountains, this song is now fifty-two years old. That
0: can't be right. <laughs> Well, actually, it's it's nearly
1: 52. It'll be 52 the end of this year. Some
0: of that perfect, pure
1: harmony. Yeah. Now, this song became the the state song of West Virginia.
0: I I did not know that. West Virginia, mountain mama, take take me home.
1: Road's a, a beautiful song now. Let me tell you about the song. Okay. So, uh... Is it a drug song? <laughs> no, it is not. Okay. It is a song about country roads. Now, there's some people, there's a rumor out there, that originally it was titled Take Me Home, Clopper Road, after a road called Clopper Road in Maryland. The original writer, Bill, well, co-writer, because it was co-written, I'll, I'll read a little bit about that here okay. in a second... He said, no, no, it was always about country roads. I don't know where that ever came from. Because
0: with something like clopper, I was thinking, okay, does that mean like horses?
1: I imagine that's what the road is named after. But yeah. but uh, back, it says, uh, a sold out crowd packed into the tiny cellar door nightclub in Washington, D.C. on December 30th, 1970. It was a fifth night of a week long stint for John Denver. And this yeah. is when he was you know, playing small clubs yeah, and everything. Yeah. The opening act was called Fat City, a Georgetown-based band that featured Bill Danoff and his then wife Taffy Nivert Danoff. <laughs> Taffy. Right. <laughs> okay. And it uh, says Bill Danoff had been a doorman at the cellar door and then the lighting and sound tech for years before he ever performed at the club and uh, no one knew what he played or anything like that, but in the late 60s the two, he and his wife were struggling songwriters living in a basement apartment in Georgetown, and uh, they had met, he had known Denver from the cellar door, the place where he appeared. Anyway, he had recorded one of Danoff's songs called, called, uh, I think it was called, I Guess He'd Rather Be in Colorado. I'm not familiar with that song, and I don't have that queued up. But uh, anyway, uh, there was a night when Denver didn't show up for his gig or something like that. He was in a car accident, but he still showed up at, at Dan- the Danoff's uh, apartment. And they played him some of this song, and they didn't really have Country Roads completely finished at that point. Uh-huh. But I guess, uh, I guess this is what happens. And, and they, they ended up, uh, or he ended up buying the song from them and finishing it off to the song that we know now. Now the reason I'm bringing it up is because there is a verse that you don't know about that was never in the song. Oh, and that's what I wanted to see if I can play for you now. This is actually an interview from a couple years ago of Bill Danoff, Uh, and so I'm gonna play uh, play what play what he says. No, play play what he says about it, and the I'm playing from a clip of a show that was uh, or a segment that was on a NBC local news or something like that so the guy might come on I'll, I'll cut it off then okay. but anyways this is Bill Danoff telling a little bit about the uh, the lyric that's no longer in the song
0: because the second verse I didn't think would would make it on AM radio at the time West
1: Virginia farmhouse naked ladies <laughs> men who look like Christ Well John Denver made it. <laughs>
0: okay <sighs> huh
1: so <clears throat> The lyric is actually, and let me, uh, I'm actually going to sing it for you. I'd be into that, for by
0: because I, I, I pictured the pictures of Christ with the long hair, and I love
1: that. <laughs> so this is my uh, singing here. It's a, in the foothills, hiding from the clouds, pink and purple, West Virginia farmhouse, naked ladies, men who look like Christ, and a dog named Poncho nibbling on the rice. Country roads.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: But as he so, said, was, he didn't think he didn't think the uh, naked ladies, men who look like Christ, part would show up on AM radio
0: hmm, at that time. So, hmm. so there's, you know what's weird about that though? I just got to say, right? It seems to me that, well, maybe not. I was gonna say it seems like after the the Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake. Uh,
1: wardrobe malfunction
0: yes malfunction that then there was a whole lot more censoring but you know what no i mean rap jeez no rap is great my lady it's triple x oh
1: it's triple x there's mama. even stuff that i That's maybe true. on the show one of these times i'm going to play for you to see how red you oh, okay. will actually get all right but i just thought that was interesting that there's a whole verse of a song that wasn't even completed at that time yeah that never got into the song huh now, I think... I wonder if that happens a lot. Let me see if I can play a little more of this clip, because I think the songwriter talks about... Uh, anyway, let me play a little bit more. Let's okay. see what happens hey here. The song, famous. It's been recorded John Denver and performed made it famous. by hundreds of artists around the world.
0: I didn't know Dan that. Off
1: almost tears up when asked which is his favorite version. Ray Charles. That broke my heart.
0: <laughs> Ray Charles is incredible He's an idol.
1: I didn't know he Ray Charles recorded So, I mean, this this guy is an old guy, obviously now. Uh-huh. But just saying that, those pauses are because he's trying to compose trying himself. Trying to keep it Just together. even, I mean, that long, that far away of from Ray Charles. Just mentioning that Ray Charles sang his song and how much it had a, an effect on him.
0: Another another YouTube thing that almost makes you cry. No. <laughs> okay. No, <it's laughs> right.
1: not. But here's a. Here's a Ray Charles' version. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: listen here, go ahead. Almost heaven, West Virginia. There Ray, putting your stamp on it.
1: Wow, wow,
0: wow. Life is old there, older than the
1: trees. Dude I'm getting chill. This is the first too. time I've ever heard this I mean it's
0: It's, it's like
1: Country blues
0: Bluegrass Gospel Blue Gospel With a crowd Yep Wow This sounds like it should have been In uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou
1: Right Right. not that great?
0: Love it I might like it more. Sorry, John. Rest in peace. It's hard for me
1: to like it more. (laughs) This has just got a little more pizzazz. I think it's great, though.
0: That's
1: awesome. Uh Nothing about ladies and dogs. Naked ladies and Jesus.
0: It's interesting because it's obviously really well produced, right?
1: And yet it also
0: sounds, still sounds, um, pared down at most for the most part.
1: Well, now the the original guy who wrote it, he he actually said that in this interview, and I'm not going to play the whole interview or anything, but uh, and I but I found a clip of something that would be interesting to him. Probably he wasn't going to sell it to John Denver. Now, not that this guy, he was a struggling songwriter at the time, but he mm-hmm. thought it was too country for John Denver. Because like John Denver is not necessarily country. I mean, he certainly yeah. is country to an right. extent, but he made But he's not honky he was tongue Right. He was more mainstream. So That was so, a cat
0: and not a country twang. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: okay. But he wanted this song to be uh, he, he, this person, he wanted to sing the song originally instead of John Denver. And I looked up on YouTube and YouTube has a video of John Denver singing it with this artist and you'll you'll know there will be no doubt who this is it's a little quieter than the other ones that's a John Denver you'll know there's gonna be no question no question
0: it's a Dolly Parton
1: Johnny Cash
0: okay
1: Uh, okay unmistakably
0: he's got the billy goat warble take me home
1: So this guy originally wanted to sell it to Johnny Cash and not John Denver because he thought it's a country song.
0: Hmm. Uh, Listen, I've got mad respect for for Johnny being a convict (laughs) and still
1: winding
0: up having a career.
1: He wasn't a convict. That's that's a myth. we'll, We'll have to go through a whole thing of that. Let's do that. Yeah. Because that, that'll that be a different that was episode. Just his, that,
0: was his get, that was his thing.
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think he spent a day in jail or something like that. But well, it, from mean, what I understand, he like was never in, a lot at, never in prison. Yeah. He certainly had a. Sam
0: Quentin, I hate every right. inch of you. Why do I even know that?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I, why, why was that playing in your house? <laughs> <laughs> All right, wow. John so now we'll Kish, go back. We'll huh? go back to the original clean, very clean produced version from John Denver here. Just to... uh,
0: sounds earth. a little bit like the uh, lollipop guild.
1: <laughs> you...
0: Can't you see him kicking his legs oh, out with his hands man. and his uh, belt loops? Picture it. You can picture it, right? Shut up.
1: John Denver's one of my favorites <laughs> from the old school things that I grew up with, playing in our house or Christmas. Represent the
0: lollipop. <laughs> <Take me home. laughs>
1: oh my God. I'm digging you for that for some reason. Oh my God. West
0: Virginia, wow. Mountain Mama, take me home. Well, Uh, no better way to segue now.
1: Now let's go into the poop (laughs) stuff.
0: (laughs) So I promised after we talked about pee that we needed to find out if there were good uses for poop. I mean, we know that people use it for fertilizer. Right. Um, We've also heard from a friend of ours, I'm sure that it's come across... Uh, I've, I've read it also, but the first person who pointed it out was somebody who's been on the show before, Kevin Walker, that people can now take, it's basically a poop transplant and...
1: I have heard of this. You
0: can replace your icky poop (laughs) or (laughs) poop with better flora.
1: Oh, while you're talking about that, I'm going to take another bite of one of these chocolatey poop balls.
0: But, but let me tell you, well, you know what? I'm going to tell you after, um... Yes, that's my choice. Okay, so first we're gonna go through, um, we're gonna go through the uses of poop, and then because <laughs> there are, believe it or not, there are some poop uses, and it just—I'm so be
1: glad it. that we have a twelve-year-old boy demographic that we're catering <laughs> to right now.
0: You, you and I have talked about this before, and it, what, I don't remember how this came up, but it did. Poop is composed largely of indigestible fiber, which helps to keep an animal system clean and running smoothly, as anyone who's dealt with constipation has learned. These (laughs) fibers are now being made into fine (laughs) stationery. In Thailand, elephant patties are collected, cleaned, spun, dyed, and dried to make paper that is sold mainly to raise funds for elephant preservation projects and sanctuaries to support
1: zoos. I think I have uh, some elephant dung paper. But the elephant poop is different. Well, I
0: mean, yes, it's, it's cuz that's a grass-based veg- diet right. basically. Yes. So it's, you know, makes it's, sense.
1: It's not as uh, horrible and stinky as
0: <laughs> China followed suit and they're producing panda poo paper. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, that seemed to, well, I guess that would also be fibery and grassy as right. well. Right.
0: Okay. When the German army occupied we're moving on. Number 2. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> number 2. <laughs> when the, they should all just be called number I just 2. <laughs> <laughs> you beat number me to two. it. I was just going
1: to say every single one on this list well, is number two. Well, you've got two. chocolate in your hand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when the German army occupied northern Africa during World War II, many soldiers suffered terribly from dysentery, but residents of the area seemed to take it in stride. The Germans found that as soon as the first symptoms of dysentery were noticed, the locals followed a camel and collected its poop as soon as it dropped, and then they ate it. It cured the dysentery, but only if it was fresh poop. Oh, my god! The secret gosh. was the beneficial bacteria in the camel dung, which oh aided god. digestion and crowded out diseased bacteria.
1: Okay. Let me just say, that makes sense. Sure. But who is the first guy <laughs> that go, okay. you know what? My stomach's not feeling, you know what? I wonder if I eat what's coming out of Adam, that. Adam, <laughs> of course. I wonder if I eat what's coming out of that camel's butt. Adam was the first one.
0: You can imagine the horror of the fastidious Germans when they discovered that the cure, what the cure was. Oh, no doubt. Still, it was better than dying. The German Medical Corps found a way to isolate the bacteria for ailing soldiers.
1: Oh, well, see, that makes more sense than just eating the poop out of the camel's butt. The next number two. I think I, I, think I saw a video on that once. Camouflage.
0: Camel apples become a good, apples is in quote, become a good luck charm for the German military. The Allies discovered that their habit of intentionally running tanks over piles of the droppings is good luck. So the Allies developed and planted landmines that looked like camel dung. Oh, when wow. the Germans caught on to the trick, they began to avoid fresh piles of camel manure. In turn, the Allies caught on and began to make mines that looked like camel dung that had already been run over by a tank and therefore seemed safe enough to a Nazi driver. Oh, my gosh. Genius.
1: Wow. I would have called those uh, camouflage. Oh, I love ah. that.
0: Maybe that's where it came from originally. That's, that's
1: the marketing, marketing genius in me.
0: <laughs> Marketizing. <laughs> uh, number, the next number two, Coffee. The most expensive coffee in the world comes from poop.
1: That's right. I'm aware of this.
0: The Asian palm civet is a small animal that loves to eat coffee cherries. Right. If it is lucky enough to live on the Indonesian islands where coffee is grown, the cherries only partially digest and are excreted fairly intact. The poop is gathered and washed, (laughs) and the coffee beans are sold as kopi luwak. Which can cost hundreds of dollars per pound. Which means civet, pound.
1: civet shit. <laughs> Wait a minute. Isn't, isn't there a, a Yiddish drink, civet shit? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: I don't know. And I don't civet shit. The partial digestion process is opposed to add a wonderful flavor to the coffee. Kopi Luwak is also produced in the Philippines. We need to find that and have it on the show. Oh,
1: have you did you was this the first you knew about when you were looking into it this? Is, yeah, yeah cuz I had heard about it cuz it's one of those things that I don't know, maybe it goes around in 12-year-old boy poop circle things, that but but cuz uh, I still, you know, read the 12-year-old boy magazines. Okay, now this one <laughs> Wait, one's that for didn't sure. sound right. <laughs>
0: we have talked about this before okay guano is the polite word for seabird droppings and also refers to bat and seal waste huh, the term I know, came I, I only
1: i only thought it was bat
0: i did too the term came into use in south america to refer to mineral deposits mined from the islands off of the peruvian coast guano is full of nitrogen particularly potassium nitrate used for gunpowder and right. phosphorus used for fertilizer lack of predators allowed birds to poop on these islands for thousands of years and the lack of rainfall preserved the guano leaving dried deposits up to 150 feet deep the war of the pacific was fought partially over (laughs) guano mining rights chile bolivia and peru all wanted to exploit the minerals of the atacama desert on the west coast of south america which included saltpeter for explosives and guano for fertilizer and gunpowder.
1: Wow. Yeah, potassium nitrate is also called saltpeter.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, that's the common name.
0: This seems odd. Let's the And By the
1: way, potassium nitrate is one of the three main ingredients in gunpowder. It is uh, carbon or charcoal, sulfur, and potassium nitrate. Don't ask me why. Thank you. It's not like I had a you know, chemistry set when I was a kid and the first thing I thought of was, how do I make gunpowder? Oh, okay. Nothing like that at all.
0: No. Uh, The sixth number two, almost there. (laughs) A side effect of tin and silver mining in Bolivia is the acid water laden with dissolved metal that leaches from the mines. The toxic runoff pollutes water as it drains away, killing algae and fish. What to do? One method of cleaning the water is introduce bacteria that process sulfates in the water essentially binding the dissolved metals into iron sulfide zinc sulfide etc so the metals drop to the bottom of the water this bacteria is introduced by adding llama dung to water treatment in lagoons and wetlands a method developed in britain using cow and horse manure
1: i wonder if uh, if they're selling that stuff if they go door to door <laughs> instead of knocking you have a well they use they use the doorbell you know why Because it's Uh, llama dung-a-ding-dong. Oh,
0: gosh. (laughs) I I made that up. This is where you come for your dad jokes, (laughs) y'all. And finally, humans have fueled their fires with animal dung since fire was invented. But now this energy source is beginning to be harvested on a large scale. It just makes sense, as huge industrial feedlots produce tons of the stuff. Solid manure can be burned, and liquid manure produces biogas, which is about 60% methane or natural gas. Projects are underway to tap sources of chicken manure for electrical energy, wow. cow, manure, cow manure to heat homes, and pig manure to fuel up cars.
1: <laughs> it's the Green New Deal. So, And it's full of shit. But,
0: but we're not done yet. Oh, so, no. Before we get to the end of, because um, I have a challenge for you.
1: Oh, no. Oh. But. Ooh.
0: So we'll start with this. Poop-derived fruits are known to grow in sewage plants. Did you already know that? No. Some hardy seeds pass right through us and sprout up amid our excrement at sewage plants thanks to a combination of helpful nutrients and moisture. That makes complete sense. some employees have been rumored to snack on these fortuitous fruits. Okay, so I looked that up, and that's all I'm going to read of that. Okay. The reason I looked it up is because I was watching the show Survivor. Okay. And there are not, sorry, not Survivor, Naked and Afraid. And there are some um, all-stars who've done the 21 days and got through it. And they've done it probably a few different times. And now they're doing 60 days. These people that wow. are like, yeah, bring me back.
1: Wow. One of the people. Why would people, anyone do, number one, because I've seen Naked and probably Afraid. they paid. Why would they do it again? Yeah, but still, that's. Every one of those shows, they they drastically lose weight. Sometimes yes, they to help and un, gets, yes, unhealthy levels. Absolutely.
0: Well, but some people are just it's that's well, and
1: it's also the fame and money and stuff. But yeah, not, sure. I, I don't think they become millionaires, but they certainly the fame.
0: Uh, if if they're favorites, they, you got to think that the that their ticket price, their whatever whatever asking price, maybe gets I guess a little so higher. I guess so. But not only that, I think some people are just adventure seekers. They're into challenging themselves. I'm not. That doesn't look (laughs) fun to me at all. I have to avert my eyes when they're, like, peeling the snake. But I do watch it. Wait, so we're not going
1: to do an episode, an upcoming episode? A snack on a a a snake? No. No, no, no. no. We're We're not going to do one naked and afraid? Probably not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No. I'll film. (laughs) I'll be afraid. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this genius so these people were knew that they were going to be dumped into the amazon right and they i think they take a little bit of training so that they know what to what where they're what they can eat what kind of um enemies of the land are going to be there so they can be aware of what to watch for and what to look out and all that this guy his last several days before being um what do they call it it's not implanted but i can't think of the right word P- planted dropped off for, yes for Whatever. his 60 days right Ate a crap ton of tomatoes because those are one of the types of fruit that will grow out of your poop. Oh my god! And so he ate a bunch of, and then he was pooping and burying his poop because he figured I should can be able tomatoes to grow within tomatoes. 60 so days. for sure, usually apparently he said it take about the fortieth day it'll start. So they're already sprouting. I don't know how many days they're in yet, like twenty something, and he's already getting sprouts <laughs> and.
1: Wait, while in the ground or sprouts out of his butt? No,
0: in the ground. No, he pooped and buried and he's been caring for the area where he dropped his little tomato poos. And so, Mark, (laughs) I'm just saying, I know you love to garden. I
1: do garden. I'm
0: challenging you to eat several tomatoes and and
1: save the seeds that i poop out.
0: no you don't you don't have to dig through it just bury, oh, the, poop you bury the poop bury right. the poop and grow yourself some poop tomatoes and well,
1: like keep us you know so here's the here's the problem with that uh-huh. i eat a lot of other things But that's does that mean what? does that mean if i bury my poop i'm a chocolate chip plant is going to grow
0: no, <laughs> no only, not everything but, a but, macaroni but,
1: and cheese plant but,
0: can, but cantaloupe i believe a, was another a one a cheese
1: stuffed pizza plant no <laughs> I, I'm actually getting some great ideas here based on the <laughs> stuff that I eat regularly. <laughs> no.
0: Not everything will. But but I believe melons will also wow. sprout. Um, and yes, for sure it's melons. See, because my... I thought, I don't want to eat the black seeds, but maybe the white seeds would work too. You'd have to... That but is tomatoes, interesting. Tomatoes, easy peasy. I, I
1: wonder, because I do question everything that's on television. I don't believe everything. I wonder if any of that was somehow manipulated at all, because yes. in general, in gardening circles, human feces are not used that I've ever heard of. And I and I go to different gardening uh, things put on by. Uh,
0: uh, wait, wait, wait! They're not used.
1: We we don't use human waste for gardening. Oh, okay, right. Um, so out here, you know, we live here in California. Uh, our university system, you know, our our college system, University of California. They have master gardeners that are certified master gardeners. They have to take so many classes and know so much and all this. They're very smart people. And they teach workshops and stuff. And I've never heard anyone talk about using human feces this says it right here. for fertilizer.
0: The Yes, you read that right. It turns out that poop can provide a fertile environment for fresh produce. The Internet is riddled with tales of tomatoes sprouting in and around wastewater treatment plants. Take, for example... Uh, facilities in germany canada and northern ireland watermelon can also crop up among our excrement according to kim furry wastewater treatment plant manager in lima ohio
1: but human feces is so stinky compared to the steer manure type stuff that i use so what i'm out there putting my hands through it every day well Well, not every day but i'm out there working in my garden and stuff and i don't want to
0: I don't know. Yeah, just poop on a plate. I think I'm gonna right, have your whole I'm dug gonna, already. I was gonna say I'm not
1: gonna poop on a plate. I go out and do it in the yard. Okay. okay. I'm gonna do it in the you, front yard. Well, it is. <laughs> I'm <laughs> gonna have a. I'm gonna have a brass bell that I'll ring. I'll, I'll be out there going.
0: <laughs> it's poop time! Come out and watch. I'm gonna <laughs> squat right now. No, you guys, we'll we'll film this. <laughs> we'll do a live. The nutrients within sewage include nitrogen and phosphorus, which arrive from sources like soaps and detergents. So it can be a problem, but apparently it is not a problem for tomatoes and melons.
1: All right. Well, you have challenged me. I'll see if I can commit to maybe uh, got several of them. Because a you couple make square sure. feet yeah. of my garden, put it aside as the poop garden. The poop
0: garden. You know. But I've... the thing
1: is, is if I do, if I grow something out of there. You have to eat the fruit. I, you
0: know, I talked to mom about this. I'm like, mom, would you eat your own poop tomatoes? And she said, it's no different than manure when right. you're using manure. Right. She's the plants like, it's, filter
1: the bad stuff out. And, yeah, yeah.
0: What comes out is not going to... And, you know, my stepfather... If, if I think you're aware of this, he used to like pee on all of his trees. I don't know. He had a couple of bathrooms at their house, but he preferred to pee in the backyard and he would water well, his trees. Well, I do that
1: sometimes because it's to ward off animals. It's marking your territory. Is that it? Yeah. You men are weird. Yeah. Well, no, that's the nat- but nature it's weird. Nature thing to do.
0: Okay. All right. So it's challenge accepted. <laughs> Poop tomatoes. All
1: Well, right, They'll stay tuned for further episodes or something like that to uh, <laughs> certainly happen.
0: And then it just gets weirder. But this is not related to poop.
1: Oh, okay, good. I can take a little poop break. (laughs) You
0: can take, unless you want that last one there.
1: Well, I do want the last poop ball. Go for it. It's
0: chocolate. Poop ball. There's more in the uh, kitchen, too. You might have heard of this before. Some of you that are listening, I don't know if you will have heard of it before or not. So get ready, sit down. Lizard people. Have you heard people talk before about lizard people? That people think that we have lizard people among us?
1: Yes. But I never heard anyone talking seriously, but it's like uh, 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 Mark Zuckerberg is the king of the lizard yes. people.
0: It's a, it is a political conspiracy theory. Uh, so the idea of shape-shifting lizards taking human forms in a plot to rule America and the world has become one of the most majestic and marvelous conspiracy theories <laughs> created by mankind. Or lizard kind, if you will. (laughs) So apparently in 2008, lizard people found its way into Minnesota's midterm ballot with some controversy. Really? As pundits continue to extrapolate on the Republican win in the midterms. This is back in 2015 when this was written. um, On the Republican win in the midterms means for the country, what it means for the country. There are people around this country who hope their votes did something crucial kept the country safe from the lizard people for the next few years <laughs> so here's just a brief guide into the world of lizard people right. from the true believers we'll see if i know anyone what is a lizard person well it sounds just like what it, it is just what it sounds like lizard people are cold-blooded humanoid reptilians who have the power to shapeshift into human form <laughs> according to david ick a New Age philosopher and one of the most prominent theorists in the lizard people game, these creatures have had their claws in humankind since ancient time. World leaders like Queen Elizabeth, George W. Bush, really? yeah. the Clintons, and Bob Hope are all lizard people. <laughs> in crunching.
1: Well, I gotta tell you. <laughs>
0: Encroaching on other conspiracy theorist territory, Ick even claims that lizards are behind secret societies like the Freemasons and the, Ill- the Illuminati, which I'd heard that before. Right, right. Uh, Ick has a book, in case any of you are interested, it's called The Big Secret, and it is a tome to the lizard people theory. <laughs> we should get that just to, you know. Oh
1: my gosh.
0: So, wait, people actually believe in this stuff? Yes. How many Americans believe in lizard people? Well, back in 2013, there was a poll conducted about conspiracy theories like aliens and imposter uh, Paul McCartney, and of course, lizard people. The polling organiza- organization found that 4% of Americans believe in lizard people, while another 7% are unsure.
1: That's hard to believe. Even that, I, I, I...
0: taken to its absurd absurd extreme, that would imply around 12 million Americans.
1: Okay, that is an absurd extreme off of that.
0: A lizard person scholar. Uh, is saying that that's the that's the truth, <laughs> um, and he says keep in mind that this might not be counting all people who because there are people who in their heart of hearts believe that lizard people exist, but they're nervous nervous to be found out and publicly disclose their beliefs. So, how do you, those who believe in lizard people know when someone is a lizard person? And this is important, okay. you guys, because if you believe keep your eyes out, but, yeah.
1: Keep your narrow, slitted eyes out.
0: There are many ways to tell. Uh, Bump, one of the top lizard person journalists in the field, (laughs) made a handy guide. (laughs) So they usually have green eyes. Right. My brother has green eyes. (laughs) Good eyesight and hearing and or hearing. Oh, man. Have red hair. My brother has red. Well, it was red. Why are
1: you looking at me with those green eyes? My eyes are blue, <laughs>
0: blue. Unless I'm wearing contacts.
1: I don't know. I'm, I think if this is a show that's the, our last show because it's my <laughs> doom right now and Jenna's going to eat me.
0: Uh, a sense of not belonging. And then poop me out and make a garden. A sense of not belonging to the human race. Now, we have a lot of that now. As we've mentioned lately on a past show, we have people that feel like cake instead. So Right. <laughs> Unexplained scars on the body love of space low blood pressure a brief survey on survey on X forums also point out that physical features like having a smile where bottom teeth show hmm. <laughs> what? eyes that change size or eyes with abnormally sized pupils as potential lizard persons tell.
1: I still don't understand why the the thing before that talking about, um uh, sc- un- unexplained scars and stuff. I don't see how that's a lizard I do- trait. I don't get that doesn't That doesn't make sense, yeah.
0: No, maybe maybe that has something to do with um, shedding the skin. Or
1: Yeah, but the shedding of the skin would make the scar go away.
0: Well, that's true. So they say that it's about the soul inhabiting the body, not the physical body. It says, uh, what do lizard people want? Do you know what they
1: want? Uh, flies? World
0: domination. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've got much higher standards than that. <laughs> Where do they come from? Well, aside from people's paranoia, lizard people are thought to primarily come from the constellation Draco.
1: Okay, this is all getting though there nuts. are some theories. That's why the it's in paranormal escape. corner. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> though there are some theories that reptoids come from other systems like cirrus and Orion. Basically, they're aliens. Uh. Believers say that lizard people have been visiting Earth since ancient times and breeding with humans, which results in more lizard people and more humans with the potential to be a lizard. Hmm. Uh, is there any actual documentation of lizard people affecting the American government? No, but sometimes lizard people make national news anyway. Back in 2008, Minnesota Senate race, a man named Lucas Davenport created a national stir when he tabbed lizard people as his right in vote. Outlets like Wall Street (laughs) Journal and TV shows like Hardball noticed too, but Davenport wasn't an actual believer. (laughs) So which famous celebrities are allegedly lizard people? So this is where we got to get down to it. Alleged alleged lizard people are almost always A-listers. The list of alleged lizard people includes... Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let me
1: just say, of course they're A-listers because... We know who they are. If they're if they're a D-list person, we're probably not going to know. But but That's we kind of but ridiculous. it's good
0: that they're giving them because then we can kind of look at the characteristics right. Right. of these people Let's see. in order to let see if you folks find know the other these lizard A-list celebrities. You might have lizards. heard of this one, Barack Obama, <laughs> lizard person. Donald Rumsfeld, <laughs> showing that lizard people lizards transcend also cannot party pronounce lines. D's very well. Off <laughs> Madonna, Ooh, Katy Perry, as mentioned already, Bill Clinton, Angelina Jolie.
1: She, I can see it w- would be a lizard person.
0: Now, so you might be asking at this point, am I a lizard person? <laughs> well, possibly. Wait, Only- I am
1: asking if you're a lizard person. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes aren't green.
0: <laughs> Only you could know for sure. But hey, there are worse things you could be than a humanoid lizard with plans for world domination. That's pretty ambitious. <laughs> and there you go so this is a thing i have seen this before and i want to say that there's something about um this kind of ties into the whole owl thing and the colorado airport has like you know s- weird stuff about world domination and the illuminati You all its underground tunnels yes, and all that stuff yeah this kind of is tied into that
1: yeah and they said uh, Mark Zuckerberg is. Of course, he's also been called a robot, so you don't he's know which that. one he's both. he is. He's all of that. Yeah, you know, it, Zuckerberg it's... is kind of weird looking.
0: Yeah, he certainly is. Sorry, sorry, Zuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to look shame him, but he does. Uh, like, he you're doesn't the first person expression. to ever say that.
1: Yeah, yeah, he he's very cold. Yes, cold and calculated and cold blooded. Yeah, he and...
0: looks like. I'm sure somebody said this before. He reminds me of Data or Data, right? right?
1: Yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. I like you trying to be a Star Trek nerd. Well, Why? No, I'm not, not
0: trying to be. <laughs> but I do remember him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I All right, would lizard agree. people. So you know what?
1: Data's probably a lizard person because he had oh, yellow eyes. Be. Oh, you're right. He had the yellow eyes, and he.
0: He's got to be. I think David Bowie was probably a lizard person.
1: Ooh, because he had two different colored eyes.
0: Exactly. Yeah, David Bowie. And he see. talked
1: about outer space, and he did weird, bizarre stuff. to he dominate Tried to dominate the music world. Mm-hmm. I think you have something there.
0: I think so. What about who? Okay, so who is a? So I don't think Brad Pitt is a lizard person. I'm trying to think of some of the people that are that. You know who A-listers. is though? DiCaprio. He what? To, he's totally a lizard person.
1: Why do you think that? His
0: eyes they're so they dart around and they're beady. He has <laughs> <laughs> he has lizard <laughs> eyes. Yeah, I think he's a lizard person. Wow. But when now thinking about people like in our circle. Okay, clearly you're not sure if I'm a lizard person or not. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. Uh Kevin, Kevin, who's been on the show before. <laughs> I think so. I don't know. I don't know. I think Kevin, I, he, I don't think
1: I don't think he's a lizard person. No, what we, about
0: his what about his wife though?
1: Oh, definitely. <laughs> I hope she's listening to this show and gets that. I hope so.
0: I hope so. Actually, Kevin's sister, Sandy, is also a lizard person, I think.
1: Hmm. I don't know. I do spend time with her. Hmm.
0: Does she dart her tongue in and out a lot?
1: All the time. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. All this time, I thought she just had dry lips. (laughs) Well, I guess you do if you're a lizard. Right? (laughs) Let's see how many of our other friends we can alienate. (laughs) (laughs) See what you did there? alienate lizards and aliens <laughs>
0: yeah all right you guys we want to know what you think about the show you can go to facebook instagram and twitter
1: at snack a little
0: you can also give us a call we'd love to hear your opinion about anything that we talk about on any of the shows we will go back to 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 whatever we've talked about in the past if we like what you got to say you can call us at nine zero nine
1: five seven two zero zero two seven eight
0: also If you try this Chester's mac and cheese, I'm just curious to know what you have to say about it. I follow the directions, so maybe it's just mushy. I'd like to know if yours was mushy, too. By the way, the regular cheese kind was mushier than the... So it might have something to do with the half and half that I used. Could be. Could be. Um, Also, maybe you want to plant your own tomato poop garden, (laughs) because we'd love to hear about
1: it. Or maybe maybe you want to write your own verse to Country Roads. (laughs) Why not? Come on back!